Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Megan's going to produce our broadcast today as I usually am on Mondays, alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. We will open the phone lines and take your phone calls, emails, questions, comments, 392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. Shane, I guess let's get your, you know, had a couple days now to digest everything with the game. Uh, certainly entertaining. Mm-hmm. A lot of points on the board. Uh, you know, your it, was thoughts? Th- it was three to nothing after the first quarter. Isn't that something? Yes, yeah. it was crazy. And, you, and I was thinking, gee, maybe. And uh, they proved us wrong the last three quarters. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a fun game. It was a great atmosphere. I thought we competed and played real well, uh, especially offensively. Uh, I don't think we could have played any better offensively. Quite honestly, uh, I will say Tennessee. That's the first time I've seen that type of offense in person. Good gracious, do they go fast, Steve. It's It, it was impressive. But uh, good effort. Um, just uh, Tennessee's probably just a little bit better. We didn't force a punt all night. They had, what, two two turnovers and a, and a turnover on downs. Uh, long ways to go defensively. We talked about that all summer long. But uh, made some progress offensively for sure. Um, l- let me say this here before anybody comments further. A couple of emails that said, uh, it's a terrible press conference today. Can't hear the questions, only hear the coach talk. What a waste. Th- that's not something we control, just so everybody understands. Um, that's something – that's a athletic association deal. So that's what I just want to make clear. We, we, we don't control – we just carry it. We don't <laughs> control it. All right, let's get uh, Woody to lead us off. Woody, hello. Yeah, hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um uh, obviously, as a Gator fan, not, not excited about the result, but um, still trying to be optimistic. I, I guess I shouldn't even use the word still. It's only the fourth game. I, I see I see improvement. And the coach covered the things that concern me, you know. And so I'm just, I'm just kind of going with it. Uh, I was pretty impressed with our offense. Uh, he kind of explained uh, why he went for two here and that kind of stuff because, you know, we lost by five, and I can find five points in that game that we could have had, you know. But he explained his his ideas and stuff, and, I, and I'm thinking he must have been somewhat influenced going for two early in the game when we're on, like, their 22-yard – I mean, excuse me, going for it on fourth down when we were on, like, their 22-yard line instead of kicking. He must have been influenced by the fact that he thought that our defense wasn't going to stop him too good, and he trying to get seven every chance he could get. So I'm sort of just going along with it, you know. I, I saw a lot to be happy about, you know. And that's all I can do right now. You know, I figure we're only four games in, so I, I'm seeing stuff to be optimistic. And I'm wondering, is there anything there that concerns you guys? Or you think this is pretty much we're on course, everything's fine, this is what we, you know, kind of expected? Look, I'm going to go back to what I always go back to. I'm a big history guy. I don't know many Gator fans that in June and July weren't saying it's a rebuilding the previous staff right. didn't coach well. I mean, recruit well. It's going to take time. And now we ask this question. Well, that hasn't changed. It's going to take time. 
Now, certainly, we saw improvement offensively. We see where the Achilles heel is of this team. It's on the defensive side of the ball right now. They've addressed that. They are addressing that in recruiting. So, there you go. It seems like we've got a lot of coin flip games the rest of the, the, rest of the way. There's somewhere we're going to be double-digit underdogs like we were this past Saturday. A lot of coin flip games. It seems like this, guy, this team can, can beat some people and lose to them also. You know, I, I heard someone say last week we could easily be 3-0 and or 0-3. I don't think Florida's yeah. going to be a double-digit maybe in one game. That's it. Georgia. 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 A&M can't score. They have trouble. That's why I think yeah. the line will be a lot closer than what it might have been when you thought about it at the start of the year. Missouri, Carolina, Vanderbilt, come on. FSU, yeah. I mean, they're ranked this week. Congratulations to them. But I still see that as being a one-touchdown game. Right. If we play, we can win. All right. Woody, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Let's get to Daryl. Daryl, hi. How's it going, guys? Good. Uh, question. I mean, um, I know Coach Tony, you know, he come with his accolades, but do we think we kind of we beat last week? We kind of really jumped on Anthony Richardson about his inabilities is what, you know, some of his play the last couple of games. Played a great game Saturday. Do we think Coach Tony might be over? He's able to, he's got a couple of players out there making, still making three year mistakes. So, it's kind of making him look bad. Do we make a change there, or, do, or is Coach Tony? I mean, I kind of know I'm asking this dumb question, but you think he's about over his head with this SEC defense? No. Um, okay. Here's my thoughts on that. If this was last year, and kind of how the defense played all last year, people compl- complained about the scheme and blamed the coach. Did they not? Right. Okay. Well, it's pretty much the same players. Right. Now, we, now, we've inserted right. a bunch of – we are playing a couple of true freshmen that I think are going right. to be good players. But I said it back in all all season that the worst part of this football team is your front seven. Okay. And there's nothing else to say. I mean – What about your safety play? Well, the safeties aren't great either, but I just – it starts with your front seven. Your front seven right. can't stop the run. They can't pass rush. Um, safety play has not been been great. I agree with that. And, and here's the other yeah. thing, Daryl. If your front seven is good, it kind of hides things in right. the secondary a little bit because you know well, if you. But that hasn't happened either. Some, but it don't hide if you don't roll over and cover God. It won't hide that at all. That's true. <laughs> but look, anyway, let, let's also be let, give credit where it's due. Tennessee is really good on darn offense. right. They are. Well, they're they're really good. But but, but we we play. we ain't good. Kind of broke it down. We kind of broke that play down on one that those that bomb or whatever passed play out in the flat that never moved. I mean, you can see the guy clearly roll over the receiver, go out that way, but your safety never moved. The corner yeah. play, the freshman corner play, this position it was a blown coverage. They they blow coverages in the NFL, Daryl. That happens. I'm not saying it's right, but it happens. Yeah, Tennessee blew a bunch of coverages too that allowed our guys to be open as well. It, it okay. happens. All right, right. Daryl, appreciate you. Thank you for your call. Uh, okay, let's see here. Williams says. Interesting, the issues with Richardson finally surfacing the hamstring and the ankle. Amazing how much better the offense flows when he gets some carries. Not perfect, but I thought he, we moved the football well for the most part. We're surprised the O-line didn't get much push in the run game. Sobering reality, our roster isn't where it needs to be. Uh, part that's difficult to stomach is when guys who have been here five years are a huge part of the problem. It wouldn't hurt my feelings if Dean and Bernie didn't play another down this year. 
I know you'll tell me Bernie had a great play against Utah, but one great play doesn't excuse a quarter of a season of ineptness, et cetera. What, what about, he doesn't have a hamstring injury. Where'd that come from? That's what's out there. No, it's not true at all. He has, I mean, we know he rolled his ankle, but that he played really well the other day. So, um, like I told you, if you play football at any level, you're going to be banged up. But he does not have a hamstring. Uh, see, Bill says, Napier said the Gators had to eliminate disaster plays, giving opponents easy points. Blown coverages have become a consistent negative. Why is there still an issue with seniors? Is the problem coaching? Players don't understand responsibilities. Why are players who are consistently blowing coverages uh, and flex like they're successfully uh, still starters? I don't have the answer to that. I know they did play Kamari Wilson a lot the other day. Uh, Larry says, hope everybody comes out okay from the storm and stays safe. If the game gets canceled, they would have a game. Uh, that would have been a game, hopefully, in the wind column to help us get a bowl game, although they beat ASU. Hope we don't take them lightly. If we get down to the end of the season, we need to play the game to qualify for a bowl game. Do you think we'd do that? It just depends on when their their uh, open date is. Yeah, and that's the other thing, the other school. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get them, is there somebody else you can get? I'm sure Eastern Washington wants the payday. Darn right. I, I mean, if I'm them, I, I would certainly want that. Um, I, I mean, I think they want to play. Um, <clears throat> Mark says, culture. A theme Napier constantly repeats. However, super senior dean, okay, we get that already. Um, why hasn't he been replaced as a starter? We've been through that. Uh, that's going to be the theme of the day, I guess, today. Uh, but I get it. Jim says, we read all season about how tough the conditioning is for players. If a season doesn't ultimately turn out the way the team hoped it would, is it hard to get the players to buy in to do all that conditioning all over again? No, that just comes with the territory. That, you know, Steve, I was talking to somebody I don't know if it was you or like you know in the that was another guy's show I was on, you know in the summertime leading up to the season, regardless of what team you you follow and love, you know they do these interviews with the players. Yeah, so and so was working so hard this all season, man. Our strength staff, but every school does the same thing, right? Nobody does anything different. Yeah, it's true. Corey, hello. Hey guys, how are you? Good. Good. Yeah, man. Um seen progress out of the offense Saturday so that I mean I'm pleased with that you know we all knew the defense are gonna have a struggle it's, it's gonna take next year is not gonna be a ton better and it may be the year after and the year after that uh, my only complaint is dude can we stop running that dumb play where they snap the ball and the offensive line don't move well here's I hate that play well what it is is a lot of teams do this it's when they think that we've drawn them off sides for whatever reason I don't remember. I know the play you're talking about, but I don't know if Tennessee got jumped and got back. And uh, so it was, normally it's a play where you can take a shot uh, mm-hmm. because we know there's going to be a penalty on them, but it, it didn't work that way the other day. I hear what you're saying. We've, I think we've ran it three times this year or done the, whatever the reason is, but we've done it three times. And well, that, what, the they're doing, what, what they're trying to do is because, yeah. you know, a lot of times when the defense moves and then the offensive guy moves as well, they they always call it for whatever reason on the dang offensive tackle or whatever. So they're teaching yeah. these guys. There's multiple teams do this. If they move and we snap it, don't you move because we want them to call offsides. 
Well, I believe we're over three on it, so we need to stop that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate your call. 1227 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. More with Shane, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Friends, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch needs your help. They're located in Palatka. The facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes, and they are sustained through you, your donations. Cars, trucks, boats, RVs, just about any kind of vehicle, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch needs it. These donations are tax-deductible, and they go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills because they repair the vehicles, they also resell them. So you donate, they repair them, they resell them. It's a win-win for all concerned. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk boys for over 70 years, and now they can sure use your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Your generosity will do a whole lot of good. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. No purchase necessary. See website for contest rules. Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Gainesville Highfield MRI has recently remodeled and expanded. A beautiful, relaxing waiting room. State-of-the-art imaging. New x-ray and ultrasound services. And as always, at Gainesville Highfield MRI, you are their top priority. They offer evening and weekend hours, same-day scheduling, and accept nearly all insurances. If you've been in a car wreck, had a slip and fall, or just want to get a nagging injury treated, go where doctors send their patients. Gainesville Highfield MRI in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. 
Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. So many people here are getting real lasting joint pain relief from QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I would recommend QC to anybody. The work that QC Kinetics did paid off exponentially. It brought me back to an effective age of almost in my 20s and 30s. QC Kinetics uses cutting-edge regenerative medicine, natural biologics from your own body, precision treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your aching joints with no meds, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime. I got a very quick resolution to my pain. It is a all-natural therapy. You're using you to fix you. I got my life back. I got my smile back. And best of all, I got my last back. Don't live with that pain anymore. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Learn more about regenerative options from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Partly cloudy skies for the rest of today. Just some fair weather clouds with a light breeze and highs in the 90s. Tomorrow, a 20% chance for thunderstorms, highs in the 80s. Expect rain chances to increase this week starting on Wednesday and Thursday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Woo-hoo! The Browns could be 3-0. and And you got Jacoby Brissett. Like, he's not a long-term answer, but he does know his role. And that is, I'm here until Deshaun Watson comes back. But if they can continue the trend through the next eight weeks, you bring Watson, Cleveland's going to get your attention. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF Radio App. Looking for the best pizza in town? Head on over to Leonardo's Meal Hopper. The pizza and garlic knots are incredible and have you coming back for more. That's Leonardo's Pizza Meal Hopper. Let us take some more phone calls here. Mike, hello. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Yeah, Shane, is there any way we can get you to go to the special teams coach and say do not return a kickoff for the rest <laughs> of the year? I don't think in four games we've made it past the 25. And I bet you 75% of the time we get a block in the back, a holding penalty starting inside the 15. Uh, you know, I I, uh, I stay away from, like, wanting to make suggestions to coaches because they know more than I do or us. But I agree 100% with you. I say – I don't know if I say it out loud on the broadcast, but I say it, like, at a TV timeout. Can we just let the ball go in the end zone a fair catch it? Because, I mean, to, in today's world, just too much bad stuff happens. And if you can get it on the 25, I'm all for it. All for it. And secondly, what is the reasoning behind the uh, fact that on an onside kick, a defensive player can't advance the ball? I mean, you can intercept the ball, you can return a fumble, you can block a punt, block a field goal, block an extra point, and get two points, but you can't advance an onside kick. What is the reasoning behind that? I've never understood that either, and you can't advance like a muff on a punt either. Makes no sense to me. Maybe we need to uh, 
dive dive into the old rule books and figure out why that's a rule because it's uh, it makes no sense to me at all. That was a great play by Dewan Black, by the way. That was snatched it right out of the yeah. air. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. Mike, thank you. Do you know the answer to that, Steve? I don't know. I'm, I don't know why. I'd like to know what the founding fathers of football because, thought. Because, like, you return a kickoff and you fumble it, you can't run it back for a touchdown. I mean, it makes no sense. Is that a different rule? than? Because well, I mean, college and pro have sometimes different rules. Like, pass interference is 15 yards in college, mm-hmm. where in the pros it's a spot, spot foul. foul. Yeah, so. I, I, I don't know. I just – it, it, it is silly because if you kick the onside and the, the receiving team can run that back for a touchdown, but you can't advance it. I, I don't understand it either. Tony, hello. Hey, guys. I, yeah, I think it's very similar in the NFL. I think it's the same rule. You uh, can't advance it. But, yeah, uh, I just don't know why. Guys. Yeah, we're just yeah, trying yeah. to figure out in the terms of the rules of the game why that would be. But Exactly. Hey, listen, guys. I love you guys on Monday, man. The highlight of my Monday for sure. Listen. I can't remember a college football team that could easily be 4-0 as 0-4 as this team is. I mean, really, I cannot remember back to a college football team. In the NFL, sure, right, because all the teams are pretty much, you know, the same wise as far as talent goes. But in college, I've really never seen that before, man. Hey, guys, the play of the game for me, like in the Kentucky game when 15 had that interception on that little swing pass, was AR's fumble at the 10-yard line. Mm-hmm. Shane, did you pick up on the fact that if he had just followed his block, yep. it was a walk-in touchdown? Yeah, it was his worst play of the game, I mean, in my opinion. Uh, I mentioned that on the broadcast because basically it was, okay. it was the old Green Bay Packers. Pull your right tackle, your center, student body oh. right. Because we ran it earlier what? in the game for a touchdown. And uh, I thought it was a great call. I think he, I told Steve he'd still be, he'd be running in Memphis by now because nobody was near him if oh. he stays outside. Check this out, Shane. I think we got a little greedy because we pulled the center, we pulled the right tackle, but then we also tried pulling Torrance. So when they tried to pull Torrance, he didn't really get a block on number 21. And number 21 had a little bit of penetration, and that caused AR to kind of rethink it. And instead of following the blocks, he decided to cut it up, and he cut right into 21. And it was like, oh, my God, man. But that's football, man. That's football. One little play, man. Hey, guys. Um, listen, Scott Strickland, he just tweeted out about an hour ago that the game is still on for a Sunday. Yep. Scott, listen, you you know, Scott, that that's not going to happen. Ironically, the weather on Saturday is going to be beautiful in Gainesville, but we all know it's not about the weather come Saturday. It's about the allocation of resources that are going to be diverted to other parts of the state. Okay, so all the cops and the EMS people that are on off-duty status working at the swamp are not going to be able to be there because they're going to be in other parts of the state. Okay, so all other options to get this game in have way too many moving parts, man. The only way to guarantee this game, a game you need, the most viable W left on our schedule, that Billy Napier, for 100,000 reasons, needs those extra bowl practices, is to hop on a plane on Wednesday and head to Cheyenne, Washington. Hashtag Gators on the red turf, baby. The Gators (laughs) need it. All right, Tony. Scott, do not procrastinate on this, Scott. Get it done. That's why you make the big buck. Take care. All right, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> it is that they do have that red turf. Yep. Uh, James, hello. They don't have to worry about any birds flying. This is John. It. Oh, okay. James on my phone. Sorry, John. That's all right. Hey, I, I like Tony's calls. He he is always entertaining. I, I like when he calls. But uh, uh, good afternoon, uh, Shane and uh, Steve. Um, 
I know you've probably answered this 50 million times, Shane, but I, I haven't heard an answer. What was the reason for going for the first uh, two-point conversion when it was only going to make it a 11-point game to a nine-point game? It's all analytics with Billy Napier. Yeah, um, I hear you. It's, uh, actually, there is a chart out there for the analytics, not the old two, go-for-two chart. And, it, and someone showed it to me, and it increased our chances of winning the game by like 2%. Um, so look, it, I had no problems with any of his decisions. Uh, I mean, if you have a problem with going for stuff would be going for fourth downs on your own side of the field, but he had to do it cause he knew we were not going to, yeah. we're not going to stop them the entire day. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I'd had no problem with the fourth downs, you know, even when on our 35, you know, you know, that's, you know, Riverboard Gambler style, but you know that's a situation. You're playing somebody like Tennessee. If you're not, if you're playing Vanderbilt, that's one thing. But Tennessee, um, I know the stats are for losers. Uh, I mean, it's you think this is something that uh, Anthony builds on because I mean, once coin, I think that Tennessee's defense is terrible, but we still had to go make plays, and I think that's uh, one thing that I look at. Do you think it's something you can build on? Well, absolutely. Anytime you go in a hostile environment like that and play as well as he did, it should boost his confidence. And, you know, regardless, yeah, Tennessee's not very good on, on defense. They busted coverage just like we did. Um, yep. You know, but it was, a, it was a fun game to watch if you like offense. Those defensive coordinators probably got no sleep. I mean, just ask Josh Allen for stats, you know. They, 40 minutes, I mean, that my Dolphins somehow pulled it out, even though with a, 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 a punt – a butt punt, you know, still kind of gave them an opportunity to kick a field goal. So, that was a good win for the Dolphins. Hey, thanks, guys. Talk to yeah. you later. Thank you. Football's a crazy game because the, the Bills dominated that football game. They had like 80-something plays to 39. Ken Dorsey owes a little money today. Good for him. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I do. Okay. I, I threw some tantrums in the press box before as well. Okay. Adam, hello. Hey, guys. Thanks for the show today. Um Saying I lay, I love the way you colored the game, man, and uh, you know I watch you at uh, with pot up uh, in the morning with JC, and you know he's spot on, man. Just I know it's not a technically good thing, but I mean we we love it, we love it as Gator fans, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, yep, love your analysis. Um, I I'm really impressed. Obviously, I can't say enough about uh, Anthony Richardson, and you mentioned something that was uh, I found to be. Um, really intelligent that um, the Utah game, they played a lot of man. And then you also said that Tennessee played a lot of men and you were, you were amazed at that. Mm-hmm. So obviously that, that plays in well with the way Anthony Richards, Richardson plays the position, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's when you drop a lot of dudes into coverage, it clogs up your vision and, and passing lane and, and he's not a timing rhythm type thrower. When you play man, you you really you, you don't have to really read anything. You may be just looking at one guy. Um, I, I was shocked at Tennessee playing so much man, but I believe Tennessee was concerned of the run game, so they wanted to kind of have seven, eight guys near the box. But uh, yeah, I mean it was it was a good showing. It was fun to see us throw it over their heads a bunch. Um, but, yeah, there was busted coverages by both teams all day long. Yes, sir. Um, and I, I asked uh, Steve this uh, last week. Now, um, also, when you run bunch sets, I'm talking about uh, the Billy Napier offense with Anthony Richardson. When you run bunch sets, 
on the play action or it's the RPO, he was turning his back a lot to the defensive line in order to sell that fake to the running back. And he would turn around, and it would seem like his everything has obviously changed in those in those slight moments. And in this game, I didn't see that. I saw it maybe maybe twice at the very most, and I think that helped this game as well. Don't you think that helped as well? I, it looked like B, Billy Napier adjusted a lot to the strengths of what Anthony Richardson is able to do. Well, like I said, they have a plan going into each game. They look at the opposing team and try to put a plan together and. You know, I have I had a bunch of people. Well, why don't we have that plan against Kentucky? I'm like, because Kentucky doesn't play that type of defense, and yeah. we had a lot of the same similar pass patterns that we had against Utah. Uh, right. We had we hit more deep shots in this game due to blown coverages and them just our guys winning. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a tremendous game offensively for the coaching staff and the players. Adam, thank you for uh, your call. Appreciate it. Uh, let's get Greg here. Greg, hi. Hey, Stephen. Uh, Shane, uh, really hats off again to Anthony to be able to hear all the booing, and, you know, not literally at the stadium, but just uh, the attitude up into this game. And then to see him to respond that way, uh, I'm really proud of him. My question is about the defense, though, gentlemen. Um, I haven't seen a defense this bad in a long time. But then again, well, I mean, historically speaking, but with Coach McElwain and, and Mullen last year, of course, we saw ba- just as bad. And that therein kind of goes to my question. Do you think this defense is going to be kind of reminiscent of last year? I mean, thankfully, we won that game against Utah, but since then, they've been close games. And is, do you think, and I'll listen off there, is it a question of just tr- how, learning how to finish off close games, or is this just that our defense is this bad and we need some serious overhaul and recruits? And I'll listen off there and go Gators. Thanks, Greg. Well, I've been saying all summer, Defense ain't very good. Nothing against any individual person, but it's the worst defense. I mean, last year was not very good either, so there's a common denominator there. Yeah. We were just talking about this ironically over the last break. Last year, people skewered Grantham, right? And I get it. He's the defensive coordinator, right? And the defense wasn't very good. Well, he's gone. So you you can't blame him now, okay? Well, now who do you blame if you want to use that word? Well, got a new coaching staff, but they're coaching a lot of the same people. So maybe, and I'm not, look, those guys practice and they play hard, but like Tennessee, you just had two teams that had, that night, really good offenses, but the defenses right now aren't good. Let's just call it like it is. They're not. Yeah. It, it's not scheme. It's just personnel, and it's going to take time for both Heupel and for Napier to go recruit and, and get him better. And and I don't know a whole lot about Patrick Tony. I mean, he's only been here for as many months as Billy Napier. But this made me feel really good when I saw Will Muschamp in town during recruiting season, and we talked for about an hour. And he's like, that Patrick Tony knows what he's doing. And that comes from a guy that knows defense. And you can know defense or know offense all you want. You've got to have dudes. you got to have dudes. Right? Yeah. Okay. 1247, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Sywick. To wrap up week three of the NFL season, the New York Giants host Dallas Cowboys. Catch coverage of this Monday night football matchup starting right here at 8. The Gators men's golf team continues in the SEC Match Play Championship in Alabama. 
competition kicked off yesterday featuring all 14 SEC teams. Florida is currently sitting at 10th place, 6 under par. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers fell to the Green Bay Packers last night. Now 2-1 on the season, the Bucs remain first in the NFC South with a Week 4 matchup against the Chiefs. And yesterday, Florida soccer fell to Georgia 3-0, extending their losing streak to five games. The team will travel to Columbia this Friday to take on South Carolina. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Steinwick. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, a place I've purchased a lot of vehicles over the years, driving one of them right now. And I got to tell you, every time I've purchased a vehicle from there, it's been good. Lasted me a long time, low maintenance, and the selection of vehicles I had to choose from was really good. Now, we all know what happened in COVID. We're still going through that. The selections aren't what they used to be, but I'm telling you, the people at Southeast Car Agency, the Cousins family, who's run that business for 40-plus years, doing their level best to get you the best variety of vehicles, different price points, different makes and models, as they can possibly get to their place of business. Go online, secars.com. You'll see what vehicles are there right now, and that is always updated. Go see them in person. Here in Gainesville, you can test drive the vehicles and check them out for yourself. You always know what to do when you go see them in person. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive. Get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Join Bailey's Health and Fitness in September and pay zero enrollment fee on any membership. Now until Wednesday only. Fall is here and the holiday season is around the corner. Bailey's offers 24-7 access, 16 area locations, over 1,300 group fitness classes available, including spin, crossfit, and boxing, and the best selection of equipment and trainers in Northeast Florida. This fall, it's time to live fit. Only three days left to join Bailey's and pay zero enrollment on any any membership. Offer in soon. Join today. Visit baileysgym.com. 
Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. Can we have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. soccer coach Samantha Bohan and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. If your business struggles to keep employees, give Staff Link a call at 877-899-LINK and ask for Heather. No business is too small. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Bernard's up. Hi, Bernard. Hey, Steve, I think we need to hold everybody accountable, players and coaches. So at the end of the year, we need to take account. I, I know we want to seem like we want to put all the blame on the players. I had a concern about hiring a guy with no uh, Power 5 uh, defensive coordinator experience. My call may be, a, may be a moot point. This team may turn it around, and, I, and then you say, hey, this Patrick Tony knows what he's doing, but you know we just went through with this with the last defensive coordinator, you know, and and I find I don't think we can put it all on the players. Uh, from what I saw, sad. So I'm holding everybody accountable. You know, I don't like this old old woe me attitude. We don't have enough good players, so it, you know, so we've already lost before we go into the game. That's not me. I'm I'm a very competitive person and I wanna see that from the team all I hear, well, wait till we get some players. No, I, I don't roll like that, Steve. I'm sorry. Well let me let me throw this at you then, Bernard. You've now had two different defensive coordinators with 
basically the same result. What does that say to you? I see, you make a good point. I, you know, I, I'd been on the Gator sites, and I was doing a lot of reading last night, and what I heard, you, you know, one or two players can make a big difference. And what I saw last night, well, first time says that Tyron Harper is tearing it up at Missouri. I think you get Harper and Ventrell Miller at linebacker. Linebacker on this team is a problem, Steve. As is D-line. I give you that, and they, they targeted the safeties. I don't know, the uh, Blue McCoy came out in the backfield, and Trey Dean was staring into space, uh, and, the, and the guys wide open. And, and and although, you know, we make a lot of Gervin Dexter, and he may be double-teamed, but if you're a big-time player, you figure out a way to make a play or two. Gervin Dexter, has not his name is not being called the last two weeks. My thing is this, Steve, Steve Spurrier changed quarterbacks. I don't care about the four-star, the three-star, five-star. If guys are not playing well, let's get another guy and then see if he can do any better. All right, Bernard, thank you for your call. Don, welcome to Sports Scene. This is Don. Am I on? You are. <laughs> oh, heck, I'm sorry I didn't hear you. Shane, I want to give you guys a compliment. I, You know, you never want to be the guy that follows the guy, but you and Sean have not missed a beat with the cover of the games. You've been really great. I enjoy it. So I just wanted to Thank you. let you know that. Um, you know, the defense is getting carved up. I understand that. But we've played the three best quarterbacks probably that we're going to face all year. I mean, Shane Hinn and Hooker played a spectacular game. Yeah, he's he, he was outstanding. He's been outstanding all year long. I mean, he's thrown now like 46 touchdowns and two interceptions since he took over. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, we got Stetson Bennett. And, yeah, that's it. And you, you, and you think about we played we played Rising and Will Levis and yeah, uh, uh, Jordan Travis is having a good year at FSU. But yeah, yeah you're, you, I didn't think about that. Uh, but having said that, we Rattler, still, but Carolina yeah, has not been yeah, good. You, yeah. Having said that, we still hadn't stopped the run very well. True, but uh, when the quarterback's picking you apart, it makes it like you know more about that than I do. Yeah. It makes it a hell of a lot easier to run the ball. But uh, but I just wanted to point out that we played three really good teams and three really good quarterbacks. So you know, let's uh, let's pump the brakes a little bit and give these guys a chance to grow up some. So anyway, right. thank you, show, guys. Thanks yep, so much. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, okay, we'll get Tony. Tony got about a minute and a half. Go. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Good. Good. Um, did anybody watch the stat line from the Louisville and uh, South Florida game this weekend? I saw the stats. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sure Louisville will change uh, will change their defensive roster with Florida roster in a minute. Um, so the excuse about just you know player personnel, it it, it, it kind of questionable because if they come up with a, um, a game plan to stop a South Florida offense, pretty much shut them down. I think they had like 120 yards total offense. Um, I, I just, I, 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 just being honest, I, I, if you listen to this show every time I was on, we do not have good personnel. No, you, you, nobody will convince me otherwise. Ventrell Miller is a legitimate football player. I like our corners, but other than that, they're just guys. But Shane, I will bet you any amount of money in two years we have more draft picks on defense. Than who, who is going to be drafted off this team on and, defense? And, and, Oh, Cox, they'll be drafted. They'll be drafted, but they ain't going to last, I'm telling you. I, I've seen enough football. They'll be drafted off potential. Potential is the key, not how they play. That's ta- potential is talent, right? Well, no, no. 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 Talent is talent. Potential is potential. 
I mean, they don't play. I mean, my eyes don't lie. I don't see them making plays. Do you? Do you? No, but I, I know I know a coach can make a play, um, player. Well, like I told well, you, you've had two two highly regarded defensive coordinators that obviously don't know what they're doing. I guess they can't get them to play well. All right, Tony, thank you. That's our first hour. Come back and join us for hour two. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. September is World Ozone Month, so it's a great month to get rid of all your aerosol sprays and replace them with eco-friendly options. Also, check your air conditioner to make sure it doesn't have any leaks and schedule any necessary repairs or maintenance. And lastly, use your car less by walking or biking to close destinations. The ozone layer will thank you. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real, lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis. You've been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or rotator cuff. Call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Now with clinics in Ocala, the Villages, and in Gainesville. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit FLHSMV.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. 
And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. At Tight MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI and gene center in town. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome to Hour. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Megan producing it today on a beautiful, sunshiny day today. May not be that way in a few days. In case you didn't hear, Gator Athletic Director Scott Strickland tweeting out today, the game is still on as scheduled. We'll see if that continues. The Gator QB, Shane Matthews, alongside Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf.com. Great email from Evan here, Shane. He says, "I know you were watching from the outer space in the press box up there, <laughs> but he wants to know more about the atmosphere on TV. Looked pretty incredible. Impressed with the way our team handled the environment." I tell you, you know, after the game, we have to give a player the game and all that kind of stuff. But I, I, th- I thought the way the offense and Anthony Richardson handling the crowd noise. I think we may have had one false start but I thought it was I thought it was exceptional uh the atmosphere was unbelievable I mean it's what SEC football is all about I know our fans hate how other fans act but I'm sure our fans act the same way when they roll into here it was just uh it's just it's what the Southeast Conference is all about it just means more Steve (laughs) well he says as well um he said what's the expectations in Knoxville Nothing wrong with celebrating a win against a team you rarely beat, but a Gatorade bath for your coach as a 10-point favorite in September seems a little much to me. I'm a big history guy, okay? I don't care if the coach was Mickey Mouse, okay? You hadn't beaten Florida in such a long time, and that's a big win. You're going to get a Gatorade bath for that win. It's a huge win. I mean, they they stay undefeated. They're in the top 10 now. They still have a uh, chance to go play – for the SEC title, I mean, a lot there. Homecoming next week, a noon a nooner. kickoff, back-to-back nooners, mm. assuming there's a game Saturday. That's with Missouri, a team that must be kicking, no pun intended, <laughs> itself today after completely. You and I both agree Brian Harson would have been fired after that game had they yeah, lost, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Brad says... Uh, uh, you and Sean doing a great job on the broadcast. Chemistry works. Uh, did you make it to Calhoun's? I did not. We stayed out by the airport, but they had Calhoun's for us uh, after the game. I had two, like, barbecue chicken sandwich. It was very good. Really good. Yeah, it's a good place. Uh, and he says he feels better about the team after the loss than I did after the win <laughs> last week. can understand that. Uh, Tony says people missing the big picture on defense. I like the scheme. Timing of coverage is way better with this group. Problem is, we missed assignments now and then that are killer. Tennessee's offense is tough to stop. For elite defenses, much less ours. Defensive lines lacking in personnel. Get more talent. Guys won't be playing out of position long term. Right. You know, I, I would love to go sit in Josh Heupel's meetings for like a week. Because that offense, 
it's so simple, Steve. I swear they have five plays they run, but they do it so fast that you can't keep up. And it's little things they do because you know this from when he was at UCF. They spread you so far yeah. out, you can do a lot in the. And then you got to defend uh-huh. the width of the field, and then they work with that. I and mean, that that that's the that is the basis of what that offense is. Let's get uh, Robert with us. Robert, hello. Hey Shane, I, I got a request, please. What you got? How about turning the noise down on the radio? Me turning the noise down? You talking about during the broadcast? Yes. You oh, mean I, the crowd noise? I have nothing to yes. do with that. I don't know how any of that works. I just talk in my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, who do I? I will. I will know? mention that to our. That would be the producer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's a different sound levels they can do, but uh, that's way over my pay grade. But I will mention that <laughs> with too much too much rock top in in the, in the background this week. Well, not only that, but it was. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about all the games this year. There's been a lot of noise. Okay. You know. Crowd noise you're talking about though. Yeah, if you would take care of that, I sure would appreciate it. I'll mention something. All right, Robert, thank you. Uh, Let's see here. Sean says, heard you guys about the defense's personnel, got a recruit, which is true, but I actually actually think you could still blame Grantham because he was responsible for recruiting the athletes to play Florida (laughs) on defense. Continues to think hubris, arrogance, and unwillingness to adapt, or I'm Mullen's tenure flamed out, and refusal to dismiss Grantham's Exhibit A. Agree or disagree? Well, I'm going to disagree because Mullen was in charge of those players. I mean, he signs off on them. Yep. And he yep. also says you and Sean are doing a great job. And And look, if that's the case, right, I, I, I said this at the beginning of the year. There are certainly times, and I think, Shane, your, your guy offensively showed that, that you can get a new guy in a new system and all of a sudden, whoa, where where's that been? Right, mm-hmm. that impact can happen. Well, can it happen on defense too? I don't think as readily. But look, you can. There's plenty of. You want to use this word, ladies and gentlemen, use it. There's plenty of blame to go around. Okay, these are not for the most part Napier's recruits. So yeah, there's leftover, and you can. They're trying to scheme, but talent is talent is talent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a great coach can take lesser talent and make it better, but thus far haven't seen that. Yeah, and and I I I think the best players on the team are the players that Billy Napier brought in. I mean, Pearsall and then the two transfers from Louisiana. Jeff says, "Do you know which entity is broadcasting or streaming the UF Eastern Washington game?" Well, we're going to broadcast it as far as the part with the Gator Network. It's on SEC Network Plus. I know that. Um, so I hope that helps, Jeff, with that. Uh, and, uh, okay, we can take a call. 392-8255. You can email I us. Got some, uh, at, we, we got great listeners that do research for you, Steve. Okay. This is back. This is Rule 6, Section 1, Article 4. I got it. Yes. Go oh, ahead. You got it? Oh, you yep. got it too? Yeah. Oh, he sent it to you? Yep. What I don't understand, I'm going to read it, the recovery of a free kick. The ball is dead if it is caught or recovered by a player of the kicking team. If the catch or recovery is legal, the ball belongs to the kicking team at the dead ball spot. I knew that. This doesn't mean that the kicking team can't score on a kickoff. If there's a fumble after the kicking team catches the ball, it can be returned. I don't I thought it I, I thought it was dead where you returned where you recovered the ball on a if you fumble a kickoff 
I didn't think you could return it. Well, I think it's when you fumble the kickoff, right? In other words, it's not a punt. It's a kickoff. So I get the kick, and I'm running the ball back, and, and the guy tackles me, and he fumbles. That's returnable. Oh, what's the difference about a fumble on, on a punt? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, but better minds than me. Yeah. Let's get uh, Andrew here. Andrew, hello. Yes, good, good afternoon, fellas. Uh, Shane, I'm on a, I don't expect you to be a savant or anything here, but, uh, could you, could you tell me our, uh, your opinion? Are we, let's say maybe a couple defensive linemen, meaning two, and maybe one other linebacker short, uh, of a full load here to maybe get some stops and or sack the quarterback? Is that what we need? Yeah, defensive line's a big issue. It's, I've, I've been preaching it for a long time. Uh, Ventrell hasn't been healthy. Uh, he is a really good college football player. But, yeah, you need a couple other linebackers, and safety play hasn't been great. I've had zero problems with our corners. I think we got really good talent out there. Um, it's not gonna, it ain't going to get any better overnight. I mean, if you, no. look, at, if you look at next, year, next year's class coming in, lots of D linemen, lots of wide receivers. Yeah, and I, I want to. I always go back. I harken back because you know I'm a little bit older, and heck, I remember football back, you know, in the '80s. Okay, it's before your time, but we had a tandem at linebacker at one time: uh, Timmy Golden and David Little, who were not the biggest guys in the world. Uh, they certainly had the speed to uh, be be good, but they were actually great. And what I'm trying to get in my mind here is. I know our kids have speed, but really, what what would be the difference between, say, a, a great tandem and linebacker there and the ones that we have? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, man. Thank you. I mean, I, it's hard to say. I mean, you want good players that know their assignment, that are very athletic, that can run and make plays. Um, I think our guys can run, but I think they get lost in space a lot of times. William says... At the end of the first half, Tennessee had a long pass down the sideline. I wish Marshall would have, his word, loaded up on the receiver uh, as he stretched out to catch the ball. Maybe he would have dislodged it. Uh, uh, that was a heck of a throw and catch and good defense. Yeah, the defense wasn't poor. No, the there. other the other team has pretty good players. I mean, that's just that's when you just tip your cap and yep. just say, good throw, good catch. Tommy, I don't I – don't, oh, this is Tommy, I'm sorry. I don't think – I mean, only only if he's saying just tackle the receiver and get the fifteen yard penalty. But I mean, you don't want your guys just tackling dudes all the time when the ball's in the air. Here's William. He says, "How many games do you think Florida will win left on their schedule? How many teams have played three ranked teams out of the four played this year? Probably none. But okay. But this, remember, schedules are made yeah. years in advance. I mean, off the top of my head, games that you definitely should win." Eastern Washington, Missouri, and South Carolina. Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt. The other ones can go either way. Okay. Uh, 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Victoria Sywick. Tonight's Monday Night Football matchup features the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. Catch live coverage starting right here at 8. The Gators men's golf team continues in the SEC Match Play Championship in Alabama. Competition kicked off yesterday featuring all 14 SEC teams. 
Florida is currently sitting at 10th place, 9 under par. Also, Florida soccer fell to Georgia yesterday, extending their losing streak to five games. The Gators will travel to Columbia this Friday to take on South Carolina. Yesterday, the Tampa Bay Rays lost to the Blue Jays 7-1. They currently hold the second wild card in the, America, in the American League. The Rays travel to Cleveland tomorrow to take on the Guardians. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Silek. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, no new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself, have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. Join Bailey's Health and Fitness in September and pay zero enrollment fee on any membership. Now until Wednesday only. Fall is here and the holiday season is around the corner. Bailey's offers 24-7 access, 16 area locations, over 1,300 group fitness classes available, including spin, crossfit, and boxing, and the best selection of equipment and trainers in Northeast Florida. This fall, it's time to live fit. Only three days left to join Bailey's and pay zero enrollment on any membership. Offer in soon. Join today. Visit baileysgym.com. Shopping at International Diamond Center is always fun, but working at IDC is even better. Actually, how can you call this work? Being with a great family business, meeting smiling people during the best moments of their life, and being given unlimited opportunity for growth? Are you ready to join the IDC family? We're hiring. Now with 10 showrooms across Florida, we have opportunities at every level. Management, sales, administrative, and operations. And we're not a faceless corporation. IDC is owned by the LeClaire family, where values like integrity, fairness, and respect always come first for our customers and our team members. We offer generous compensation, 401k plans, health insurance, and incredible growth opportunities. All this in a fun, stress-free environment where you're treated like part of the family. Interested in learning more about joining the IDC revolution? Go to shopidc.com, look for job opportunities, and start the conversation. International Diamond Center, where people, customers, and employees always have more fun. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to make a plan and secure your home. Take inventory of your home's hurricane preparedness kit. Don't forget about your pets. Even if you evacuate, secure your home's windows and doors from the storm. Being prepared helps protect your family and home. This hurricane season, don't delay. Make a plan today. Know your zone. Know your home. 
Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that build commercial structures with unrivaled quality. Welcome back to Sports Scene. I think this is Dick. Dick, hello. Hey, guys. Hey, great show. How you doing? Good. Hey, um, Shane, I want to I agree with you. Uh, that, that last caller two ago said, talked about the defense, having a bunch of guys drafted. And, and I agree with you 100%. In my opinion, what I've seen so far, outside like Ventral Miller, the best players on the team have been the ones that either – have come with Napier or the young kids that he's recruited already. I mean, I don't have a problem putting Devin Moore out there. I don't have a problem putting Shamar James. I have more issues with the seniors that have been there four and five years in the program. How Trey Dean can let tight end just run straight down the field, no picking, no nothing, just basically run straight down the field and run right by you. And, and you know, Bernie, he just can't cover, bottom line. He can't cover guys. He's always chasing guys from behind. I'm not saying he hasn't made some plays. He had that good interception. But if you look his whole body of work, he can't, he can't cover guys. And that's, that's his downfall, I think. And, you know, it's like every game he's chasing guys. You know, against uh, Utah and Kentucky, the tight ends. He was chasing the tight ends every, every play when they, when they made big plays. Like, oh, okay, we got that. Anything else here? Uh, hey, yeah, uh, one more thing. Ventro Miller, you know, he reminds me of Shane a little bit. He's not, he's not him, but he reminds me a lot of Devin White here in Tampa. That guy is good, man. I like Ben Trimler. The more I watch him, the more I like him. Go Gators. Okay. Thank you, Dick. Chris, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, guys. Um, I just had a couple things. One is, Steve, I think I called you before the season started and said the thing that we can't know about Napier until we get into the season is uh, is he willing to adjust and not be stubborn, which, in my opinion, that, that was what undid the last few coaches, was just the stubbornness to play younger players to adjust your scheme, the recruiting stubbornness. Um, and, and I, and I think Napier showed me a lot on Saturday, the willingness to go for it on fourth down to adjust your entire scheme, uh, to fit what the defense is giving you and what your players do best. Um, what I wanted to know from Shane, since you're kind of an expert on this, I heard you talking about Anthony's, uh, inability really to to hit accurate passes the last couple of weeks and my opinion was if they run him a little bit more it would open up some of those lanes and give him some easier throws uh, obviously he threw for 450 yards on Saturday Shane are you seeing uh, an offense as far as like the routes the receivers are running um, what's going on with uh, Napier's adjustments from maybe just running to the pistol to open it up in the shotgun a little bit more and spread it out a little bit more are you seeing an offense and play calling so tactically and play calling are you seeing an offense that will work in the SEC long term and I'll hang up and listen thanks Chris yeah no question uh, I have not really had any issues from a play calling standpoint of what they tried to do offensively in any game. And I know people were frustrated in the South Florida game and the Kentucky game, but Kentucky basically said 
this dude is not going to run the football on us, and we're going to see if he can complete passes. He didn't complete passes that game. We lost. Uh, South Florida, he struggled a, a little bit as well. We didn't have the ball a lot in South Florida. But for whatever reason, Tennessee played us differently, and Anthony made them pay. I mean, if he completes balls, any system looks good. I mean, again, the object of your quarterback is to throw completions while running your offense. You know, if we want to – we don't want to be a, a Air Force, Army, or Navy, okay? So he has to complete passes, and I thought he was – played really well. His worst play, by the way, the other night, in my opinion, was on a run play. And, and you know what's interesting to me, what nobody's talked about today? Because it's always about the quarterback. You right. know that, right? Good or bad. Maybe Florida's receivers are better than what people think. Mm-hmm. Because what happened – part of – a quarterback's issue is, are the receivers getting open? Are they, well, they were running pretty free the other day. Yeah, he, he hit them. Yeah. Um, they were running free against Kentucky. We missed them. So, so maybe they're not as bad as people think, too. Yeah, I mean, we still don't have a lot of really – my favorite play of the game was, because I think Ricky Pearsall, I think, is our best receiver. I do, too. Because I think he can get in and out of breaks, and he's just got that fast twitch in him when we ran the double move where he ran the out and up. That was my favorite play because he's a guy that can do that. Yeah. Um, and boy, the now dude. Anthony had a touchdown. If he throws a just because when you throw the ball as a right hander, you throw it down the right sideline, the ball spins and like like a fader in golf, it fades towards the out of bounds. So Anthony needed to aim a little more inside to hit him in stride, but he had to kind of go over his shoulder and catch it, almost running out of bounds. Where it's the opposite when you throw to the left. You have to throw it farther outside because it spins back inside. And isn't it funny, too, when when he made that move, right? Well, some receivers sell it more than others, and he sells it. Oh, yeah. And that DB went up and got burned. So, yeah. AP Gator, hello. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Um, I'm here to be the devil's advocate. Okay. Um, So, I think the defense overall is is done good. You got to – you got to take in the fact that they're learning a new scheme, and this scheme is depicted on how a Coach Tony and the rest of the coaches um, coach their defense. So if you don't have the the player with the you know the right skill set to perform what you want to do on the field, I mean it's it's not going to look good at times, and especially when you have offenses that challenge even the scheme that you're used to coaching against. Um, um I mean, uh, calling. So Tennessee, I believe Tennessee, how you beat them is you got to put men in their face. You got to put men in front of their face and bump them because they're running wide open. It's too much space, you know, and you can't expect a defensive back or a linebacker, especially like we did, to cover, you know, slot receivers, you know, or, or running backs, you know, if you don't have that type of linebacker. It's only a few linebackers that can do that. And we played two linebackers all game, you know, so – that's what I think. I don't think they're so bad. I just think that Tennessee had the recipe to destroy what we had on defense. And um, so, and, and also I want to say this, you know, um, I think that a lot of people are just trying, like, finding things to blame. It's going to always be something to look at. It's going to always be something to blame. But just, just trust the process. You know, I'm a firm believer that we still can make a, a run and, and, and get a New Year's Six Bowl. I, I got hope. So that's what I'm hoping in. I hope Anthony continue to play the way he's playing. And um, so what you think about my comment? Well, I hear you. But 
we've now seen this with two different coordinators, right? You can't you can't get up and press Tennessee's dudes, or you're gonna they're gonna be striking up the that band the every two point plays. I was gonna make because you <laughs> you you're asking it. for trouble if you do. I, I look, it's 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 feast I mean, or famine, right? If you press them and you and you don't bump them off, the, you're you're done. Yeah. You're toast. Yeah, if you don't knock them off their route, right. they're going to be open. Right. So you have to have the type of players. We, I'm not saying that we could have did it, you know, <laughs> with the players we have. But I think uh, it's kind of like, you know, certain schemes you just have to get in their face or you're going to pay for it, you know, especially if you don't have a defense alignment to get to the quarterback quickly and he's mobile. It's just It was just a combination of – I don't think too many people are going to stop Tennessee. I don't think too many college teams have the personnel to stop Tennessee. So I think it's going to be an all-season thing with every team they play. Well, there's right. two it's teams. Like there's two teams they play that. Years ago. Two teams they play have personnel to slow them down. That's Alabama and Georgia. Yep. Thank you for your call. One twenty-eight time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy, the social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs. So you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. The things that QC Kinetics are doing for people right here in our community is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking about real lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Greg Cassidy. You've been hearing me talk about QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. Now, maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis and you've been told you need a replacement. Hey, call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with that pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or a rotator cuff. But you need to call them now. Call QC Kinetics. Don't keep living with that pain. They've got clinics now in Ocala, the Villages, and in Gainesville. Imagine no pain with no drugs and no surgery. Call 352-445-50. 352-445-50. QC Kinetics. 352-445-50. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. 
Who you hire to be your advocate after an accident is important. Choosing a figurehead lawyer with little courtroom experience may not be your best move. At Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, you will speak directly with one of the four attorneys fighting for your case. You don't need the biggest law firm. You need an experienced lawyer who will present your case with clarity and conviction. You pay nothing unless we win. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. Join Bailey's Health and Fitness in September and pay zero enrollment fee on any membership now until Wednesday only. Fall is here and the holiday season is around the corner. Bailey's offers 24-7 access, 16 area locations, over 1,300 group fitness classes available, including spin, crossfit, and boxing, and the best selection of equipment and trainers in Northeast Florida. This fall, it's time to live fit. Only three days left to join Bailey's and pay zero enrollment on any membership. Offer in soon. Join today. Visit baileysgym.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Partly cloudy skies for the rest of today. Just some fair weather clouds with a light breeze and highs in the 90s. Tomorrow, a 20% chance for thunderstorms, highs in the 80s. Expect rain chances to increase this week starting on Wednesday and Thursday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. If Saquon stays healthy, here comes an outrageous prediction. Ready? 2,500 all-purpose yards. They don't have a very good quarterback, They've, but but he's better than what Saquon had. They've improved the offensive line. He could have 2,500 all-purpose yards this season. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Visor's Rooftop at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is the perfect place to keep the tailgating going. That's Visor's Rooftop, open until 1 AM every game day, and you'll find Steve Russell there at 1 AM. <laughs> yeah, sleeping. Um, Welcome back. Uh, about 20 minutes left, 25 minutes left in the show today. William, you're up first. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing today? Good, William. Hey, um, I, somebody may have already commented on this, but um, Shane made a comment earlier about his favorite play during the game. And first of all, I want to say, you know, there's there's no doubt in my mind that these players – are playing as hard as they can and trying to execute the best they can. And I don't mind watching them when they're doing that. I don't, well, I care if they lose, but I don't, you know, get frustrated watching them. Um, like I do when they're just not playing well at all. 
but anyway, my favorite play was the one where uh, Keon Zipper um, caught the ball, ran down the sideline, and absolutely ran over the DB to get a touchdown. Um, I had <laughs> actually was watching with my son, and I said, wow, he, he got trampled, and my son said, no, no, Dad, that's not the word. He got violated. Um, but I was just wondering, too, Shane, about that as a player, you know, d- would his teammates maybe give him a little hard time about that? You mean the Tennessee's teammates? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, they're going to give him crap in the in – the, yeah. Yeah. In, a, in a funny way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it happens, watch the tape. it happens to everybody. Yeah, I mean. NFL, they do that all the yeah, time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I just and, – and that kind of goes to my point, too, of, of how hard they're playing um, because, you you know, you don't see that – I mean, like you said, you see it sometimes. Uh, Tim Tebow used to do it a lot. But, you know, they're – they want to win and they don't quit. All and, right. Um, Thank you, guys. Yep, thank you, William. Got to take some more calls here. Copper Gator, hello. Hey, fellas. Um, I, I got a double double kind of pointed question here, and I'm kind of directing it towards to Shane see if I get to talk to you most of the week. But, Shane, you did a lot of college coaching rank, I mean high school coaching rank. Your son just kind of, you know, went through the recruiting process. Do you think Napier's approach on the two-point conversion and going for it from a co- high school translation into college does that translate well, and do recruits like that in your experience with your son? You mean in just how aggressive he coaches? Yeah, and how aggressive he was coaching there where he's, you know, fourth and one early in the game, leaving points on the board, going for two late in the game, trying to shorten the scoreboard. You know, those aren't those are old those are old school practices like me and Steve are probably used to or you were when you played. Is this a newer school thought process? Well, he – it's just going to be like in basketball. We got two very analytics, analytics, but here's the thing. Billy Napier's job is to try to win the game. And he watched way more tape than any of us did going into that game. And he knew, I'm just thinking he knew we ain't going to be able to stop this crew. So I'm going to have to be extremely aggressive. Now there'll be, there are going to be other games when, the fans may be wanting him to go for it on fourth down, and he doesn't, you know. But I, yeah. he had to go for those because it, they didn't punt the entire game. I mean, think about it. They had two turnovers and a turnover on downs. Um, yeah. They're good on offense, and Billy Napier knew we were going to have trouble. So back to your point about recruiting, I'm sure – I mean, look, Billy, I would love for my kid to play for Bill. I like everything that he's done since he's taken over here. He's a player's coach. I don't know if people didn't – whether they saw it or not, but he stood right there underneath the goalpost and shook every player's hands as they went back into the tunnel. Yeah, and, and that's a big thing, you know. And that's it's, it's one of those things that, you know, when you're used to watching and you're going on the road to Tennessee, you've always seen coaches take the three points. They say never leave the three points especially on your own on the 20 there when you're like, that's a chip shot. But there are thought processes. We're saying that, you know, going early scoring often and, and especially in the high school, not, you don't see this much in college high school. They don't even kick extra points ever, you know, half the time, you know, especially locally here, Shane. So I appreciate it, fellas. Go Gators. And we'll talk to you later. Yep. Copper Gator. Thank you. I promise you, cause I got them Saturday night. There's another school that saw a thought that says, what the hell is he doing, doing that? You know, going mm-hmm. for it all the time. What's I mean? So, you know, some people are going to like the aggressiveness. 
Some people are going to go the conservative approach and say, take the points if you get them. Fox and Jim, hello. Hey, Shane and uh, Steve. Um, whenever uh, Richardson fumbled down deep in uh, Tennessee's territory uh, and they showed the replay, uh, he was holding the ball with one hand. And and that when you get a crowd around you, I mean, he should have had two hands protecting that football and most likely would not have fumbled. So hopefully... Uh, he'll check that out real good and be coached on that or whatever. And Name uh, me a quarterback I, that runs the ball with both hands on the ball. When you're starting to get tackled. No, 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 I didn't ask you that. Name me a quarterback that <laughs> runs the ball with two hands on the football. Name me one. Uh, well, well, Steve, you don't usually run it with two hands, but when you get in a crowd and somebody and the opposing team is making contact, that's time to use two hands to cover it up because you're going down or whatever protect the ball he wasn't running open field where he could stiff arm or anything like that at the moment that's what i'm saying i got you i, I, I got you I, i'm just saying that shouldn't have happened in the first play he should have followed his blockers like he was supposed to on that. that was the worst play of the game not that he fumbled <laughs> not that he fumbled the ball because it was fourth down anyway it's that he didn't trust the play and follow his blockers okay you you know more about that than i do shane i respect go back go back at, go i know you taped the game Go back and watch it. If he is student body right, back in the old Green Bay Packers play, if he follows his his uh, his right tackle and his center pulling, he's still running. Now on on the defense, uh, it seems like we can't cover a receiver, and if the opposing team, uh, South Florida, whom, uh, Utah, whomever, uh, we can't cover, we can't defense a, a running quarterback very well. Let me ask you guys a question. Is it because we have a young team and a lot of just inexperience, and should we expect better next year? And is our coach that I highly respect and glad we got him uh, recruiting a bunch of, or trying to recruit a bunch of defensive players, or just what? I'll start. Sometimes if you have, not sometimes, all the time, you had two quarterbacks in this game, who are really good runners, Jim. Okay? Yep. Yep. Well, they're going to outrun linemen and linebackers if they get a crease. Why do you think teams run the quarterback? Because they're hard They're hard to stop. They're hard to defend. Yeah. So it's not. this is not a Florida problem. No, I guarantee you the sports animal in Tennessee or whatever it's called, people are calling today going, we gave up 400, 575 yards. What's wrong with our defense? Well, their defense stinks too. Yeah, I don't think they have a very good defense. Now, we have some verbal commitments at this point. Do we have some good defense, or, well, do we have some defensive players that have verbally committed to Florida Coast? I mean, what do you think next year? Is it because we're young or just don't have good players, or what is it on defense? I think our young players that are playing that are true freshmen, I think they have a chance to be very good. The other guys that have, the other guys that have been around here are just guys. Uh, we do have a bunch of guys committed next year. I, I, like I said, I still think it's going to. But take, you're asking it's a st- true freshman. It's, to, it's still going to be till year three, till we're a solid roster. I agree with that. I agree with that, Shane. I said it's going to be 2024 season before I really expect us to do really, 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 really good. But I expect it out of uh, Napier. I think we've got a great coach. Love the Gators. Uh, enjoy you guys' shows. All right, Jim. Thank you. Appreciate you. Robert, welcome to Sports Scene. 
How you doing, Steve? How you doing, Shan? Good. Thanks. All right. Uh, I just wanted to uh, mention uh, what what do you guys think about Auburn? I've been reading that they're already thinking about getting ready. I'm getting rid of their coach, uh, Harson. He's only been there, hadn't been a year and a half. And uh, I'll take it off the air. I just wanted to see what you – I mean, it's a shame what it's come to now, but I guess that's the way they do it now. Well, his his uh, tenure – I'll take it off the air. Okay, thank you, Robert. His tenure is a little different because last year, you remember, they went, they investigated him and did all that stuff, and somehow he survived it. And the, the guy that hired him, the AD, has been fired. So, I mean – and so there's that to start with. I, Shane and I both agree. Missouri bizarrely knelt down three times. An All-American kicker misses a 25-yard field goal. Just like Jeff Collins got fired at Georgia Tech, we both agree Harson would have been fired at Auburn. He wouldn't have been coaching there today. He lives another week. But he's weak. To, he is on borrowed time. Yeah. And I think they play LSU this week, I think. And it's at home, but we'll see. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment with Shaner, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Sywick. Looking ahead in Gators football, it was announced their homecoming matchup against Missouri will kick off at noon. To wrap up week three of the NFL season, the New York Giants host the Dallas Cowboys. Catch coverage of this Monday night football game starting right here at 8. The Gators men's golf team continues in the SEC Match Play Championship in Alabama. Competition kicked off yesterday featuring all 14 SEC teams. Florida is currently sitting at 10th place, 8 under par. And yesterday, Florida soccer fell to Georgia 3-0, extending their losing streak to five games. The team will travel to Columbia this Friday to take on South Carolina. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Sywick. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentist to you know, be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world. So IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there. 
and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. This is Ernie Johnson Jr., and those are the stories I love to tell in the broadcast booth. But the courage of college athletes is more than matched by another group of young men, the boys fighting Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's the most prolific genetic killer diagnosed in childhood, and there's no cure. But college football coaches are doing something about it, and you can help. It's called Coach to Cure MD. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill or go online at coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501 today. Help college football coaches cure MD. You'll be proud you did. Brought to you by the American Football Coaches Association. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Looking for the best pizza in town? Head on over to Leonardo's Meal Hopper. The pizza and garlic knots are incredible and will have you coming back for more. That's Leonardo's Pizza Meal Hopper. I could use a pizza right now. I'm hungry. Yeah. Don't forget, tomorrow we can also use inside the huddle. Mm. Shaner here, the ball coach, yours truly, 11 a.m. Listen in right before sports scene. Knoxville Navigator, hello. <laughs> Hey, buddy, what an amazing game, an unbelievable atmosphere from game day at 7 in the morning all the way through Checkerboard Stadium. Unbelievable atmosphere. Unfortunately for us, they had a lot of recruits there getting to see it and watch it, um, which I, I, I kind of hated. Well, I mean, that's part of the deal. It is. I, a couple of things, I just, just to cap off to some positive things I saw, you know, we, we, we're really tough on our quarterback to see how many yards he put up to see him to go through. And, Steve, I'm going to look back at this and go, hey, you know what? We have two losses to two top eight teams in the country. So, you know what? I'm excited about it. I think we're going the right direction. 
I know Napier gets a lot of grief about being out there. I kind of love seeing his passion. I thought he was – he's gotten critiqued about being a little too nice. And when he went out there and was out there and had to be restrained, personally, I loved it. I was on that side of the field, and I loved seeing him get excited and get behind his team, and I was hoping that was going to kickstart uh, our team a little more. Yeah, you got to be careful, I think, when you do that. You know, you do it too much. But I think it was. I think he's genuine in doing that, and yeah, I mean they had to restrain him. I think he's pretty smart too. That he knew that it was only like a one inch penalty, right? You know, I know it gave yeah. him an automatic <laughs> first down, but he knew they were going to score. So, yeah. you know, a fifteen yarder somewhere out in the field would really hurt. Um, but that was that was a that was one of those good ones to take. Yeah, it was. I'll give you one last thing. One observation I saw that uh, a mistake almost could have happened. About nine minutes and thirty seconds left. There was a lot of commotion on our side, and Kitna sprinted over, grabbed, and started warming up really, really fast and hard, and I thought he was going to go in. I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he stuck with AR. Uh, the kid hopefully grew a little bit more, but I will tell you, with about nine and a half minutes left, it looked like there was almost going to be a QB change. It wasn't a change. Anthony had to go to the the, uh, the, the tent. tent. Yeah. yeah, he got dinged up a little bit. in the, I think yeah. it was in the head. I'm not sure. Though. Yeah, that's why he went. It wasn't going to be a quarterback change because of Richardson's play. It was going to be because of injury. Oh, good. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, okay. Great, great talk. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank Have you for one. your call. You got it. Dequarius next. Hi, Dequarius. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, I got a question for Shane. Okay. Shane, a lot of a lot of people call and ask about do we think the offense is going to work in the SEC? It's not the same, but ain't our offense kind of similar to what Georgia does? Yeah, I mean it's similar. What we're doing is no different than what really anybody in the league's doing. Uh, it's a lot of RPO stuff, and you got a dual threat guy that can run the football. I mean, we just put up five hundred and forty something yards on a on a top ten team. So, look, it comes down to this, and and I and I say it all the time. I don't care if you're coaching Pop Warner, middle school, high school, whatever you're coaching. If your quarterback plays well, you have a chance. If your quarterback doesn't play well, you probably ain't got a chance. Yeah, and at defensively, doesn't it kind of similar Alabama and Georgia defense? Our defense? Yeah, I'm saying the scheme. I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, yes, but they got they got they they got yeah multiple that, that, dudes. That's what I was about to say. You got you got to have the dudes. They got we got to recruit, and we're we'll start seeing our offense and defense. Our defense will be an elite. You got to you got to have elite talent. Like Kirby said, you got to have elite talent. And if we get elite talent, defense will look better. And if we get elite talent on offense, it'll be more explosive. So I think everybody just like you said, it's gonna take at least three years. Everybody just got to be calm. They got to calm down and be patient. Exactly. All right, Dequarius, thank you for your call. Uh, we're gonna end <clears throat> with emails here. I have a quick question for you, Steve, on the Texas A&M. I don't know what made me think of this because somebody brought up recruiting. You haven't heard Jimbo or Houston, Houston Nutt, um, <laughs> Sam Pittman, because they, they play a neutral site game. It takes away from one of their home games. They don't You don't hear them griping about we're losing a recruiting weekend. Nope. No, nope, but I think they think the venue, the aura of the game will help. I guess, but I just think it's silly to think that any recruit would want to go to a neutral site game. Yeah, but Jerry World? I guess, but... You're not. You're going to play there once a year, but you're not going to be. That's not where you're going to be living for four or five years. Yep, gotcha. John says from St. Augustine, 
wants to know our opinion about Louisville beating South Florida 41-3. to Is Louisville better? I know you can't always compare, but it's just one week apart from last week. Well, I, I looked this up. I took the liberty because I did it the other night, but I had to refresh myself. I don't know if he was hurt or benched, but their quarterback, the Baylor transfer, mm-hmm. 9 of 17 for 62 yards with two interceptions. That's about what he was against us, right? That's my point. Yeah. So he wasn't very good. The difference is they didn't really run the football great. They Now, you take away sacks and all that. Powell, 8 for 45, but everybody else, nothing. Well, they ran the ball against Florida, kept Florida's offense off the field. They couldn't do that against Louisville. Yeah, I mean, I just hate saying it, but our defense is not very good. Yeah, and their quarterback ran for 113 yards, cutting him. Yeah, he he's he and Anthony are very similar. He's he's probably quicker. Uh, probably doesn't throw it as well as Anthony, but they're very similar. Yeah, he was fourteen of twenty-two for one eighty-six with a touchdown. So yeah, but I I, I got that a lot about look what happened. Well, I will say this: every game is also yeah. Different. I mean, because Marshall goes in and beats Notre Dame, and I think Marshall's lost like the last two weeks. Uh, let's see here. Stephen says uh, Tech's coach got eleven point three million to go ten and twenty-eight. Weiss gets more than $24 million from Notre Dame and Kansas for failure. You think colleges will one day make it harder to get big buyouts or will it get worse? Worse. Yeah. Buyouts aren't going anywhere. Worse. And, well, I won't go into why because I'll get emails so I won't do anything. Don says, hidden play of the game was in the second quarter. Tennessee had the ball with under two minutes. Florida called timeout on third down. Cox was lined up at linebacker, rushed, and the quarterback slid to the left to avoid the hit, completed the long pass. Lastly, where was Cox? Tennessee handled him. But how was that the, the turning point of the game? Yeah, I don't, I don't I've know. I've heard people complain about us taking timeout there. I thought it was a great timeout because you have an opportunity to get a stop, which we never did, but you have third and long, and you get the ball and try to go put points on right before half, but they, they, they made a play. Yeah, and I think that's where he's talking about the turning point, that to your, they got two for one, basically. Yeah, so if you make the play, then, yeah. Yeah, but yeah I, I hear you. Ryan says, I hear folks in Florida should evacuate to Middle Tennessee because they know how to handle hurricanes. Yeah, I heard that joke. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> um, for further evidence, every game is its own. USF, you mentioned that. Uh, App State fell to James Madison. Uh, should have lost to Troy last week after beating A&M. Why can't fans accept every game and every game plan is its own? Well said. Yeah, I agree. Good good email. Every game is, and every game plan is, separately. Rogers says, think the Gators are trying hard, and of the season likely 500 in the SEC. Uh, he talked about the kicking team recovering the onside kick. We talked about that. And uh, not Gator, judge is amazing. Hope he gets to 61. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, Peyton says, will XFL Orlando interfere with anything you're doing for UF? No. That's why you took it. That's right. Right, it's just like when Coach was the ambassador. He was still the ambassador while he was coaching. Yeah. It's like the zombies, baby. It's time of the season. Mm-hmm. So Shane was able to do that. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow, inside the huddle, 11 a.m., Shane back with uh, the head ball coach. Florida, Missouri is a noon kickoff, so back-to-back nooners. And we will keep you abreast of any changes that may occur with, obviously, the weather uh, that looks like is going to come in here. Um, so we'll see what transpires with that, but we will keep you up to date with that. And then uh, I say this email for last, Shane. Uh, Jack wanted to know if you had to forecast it today, 
Where does Florida finish? In the, what record does Florida finish with in the SEC? We're talking about just SEC games. Just SEC. So we're 0-2 right now. Um, four and four. I was going to say four and four, or if you're optimistic, five and three. Five and three, because you got to figure Missouri, Vanderbilt, Carolina. I counted those as wins. You should win. Okay. A and M doesn't seem as daunting now because no. they have trouble scoring. They're really good on defense. Yeah. Um, I don't like our chances against the dogs though. But but hey, every game is different. That's it is. Thanks to Megan for producing today. We thank you for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.